another edition unbelievable from you okay and beyond with grizzly and Derek and brian yorkshire paranormal team yes hello samantha crazy witch hello y'all <laughs> how's everybody doing this is Derry's music he put together for me i love it yes i haven't played it in a while how's everybody doing <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Good. Introduce your all selves. It's his turn. Missy. Welcome, Missy Juju. So, hello there. Introduce yourself, Derek, and everybody. There's no sound. I don't, I, I, it reminds me of those Chinese movies. I don't hear anything. Run for your life. <laughs> now I can hear you, mate. Can you mute the mic? Yes, yeah, I, I can hear you so, now. So, uh, my name is Derek Green, guys. I work on Chris's uh, cold cases. I'm one of Chris's mediums. Uh, I run my own paranormal team, which Brian also works on. He's in Canada. And anything paranormal, psychic, yeah, we're here. We're here to help. We talk. We have a own discussion on our own page every Wednesday night. We can join in and talk about anything paranormal and strange. That's right. What about you, Brian? What about your history? Oh, wait a minute. You got your sidekick in your back there. You oh, can't yeah. forget uh, about her. <laughs> what am I? Uh, I'm Kelly, Derek's daughter. I'm also a paranormal investigator myself uh, by trade. Um, but unfortunately, due to me circumstances, I can't go out no more until I drop this baby. Yeah, the baby. Oh, ah, see, I did not know. Yep, got 13 weeks left. Well, 12 weeks and six days left. Oh, Lord, Derek. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Guess what I got in today, Brian and Derek. Look at this beauty. Sweet. What's that, Chris? Oh. 
It's like a wiki board. It oh, is nice. a pendulum board. Yeah. Pendulum board. Wow. Pendulum board. All right, Brian, you're up. Introduce yourself. I know who you are, but the world okay, does not. <laughs> I'm, I'm somebody, I think. No, I'm uh, Brian Whelan. I'm an empath medium as well as a paranormal researcher for Southwest Yorkshire Paranormal Team. I've been with them now for about seven, about seven years or something like that, eight years. <laughs> I've been there with them since uh, SWIFT was first created. And I tell you that joining their team was probably one of the best best spiritual blessings I've ever had. And yes, I work with spirit a lot. I also do oral readings uh, during the week. And when it comes to live streams, I live for them. I have some really? Oh, oh I, well, I, I do my own live stream uh, on the Wednesdays and that, and Derek does his and that, but, um, I, I like talking about anything spiritual, paranormal, or mediumship. That's interesting. I like talk. I like talking about anything and everything. Politics. So I like wife. religion. <laughs> I like money. I, I like talking about everything. How about food? Oh, I love food. Yes. Yum, yum. <laughs> My wife. I do. I love food. So Crazy Witch says, Grizzly gets me going. Uh, made me blush on that one, Crazy Witch. So we got to be careful how we talk like that. People may think we may be something uh, more than uh, what we may be. So, yes. Uh, I was born that way. What's your excuse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Derry has the day off. Uh, he's in La La Land, uh, traveling around France. Are you okay, or, or something? He was not able to make it today. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let's continue on with the party. You know, let's. Uh, yeah. So where do we want to start? What what uh, what direction do we want to go down? What do you well, want to talk about? The strange thing was when you asked me about this show, Chris, and you said, "Oh." Can we? Uh, I won't mind talking about cryptids. And I yeah. To, I actually research. I I sort of knew what cryptids were, but you you said UK one. So I've actually researched to find out more about the UK side of cryptids. Obviously, in America you've got more than what we've got and whatever else. But I'm surprised of how many we've actually got in the UK. Yes. Yes. I re. I really am. And there's some really, really strange ones that I've come across. Ones with strange that will make you laugh when I, when I tell you the names. And there's some really weird ones, but a lot of them are folklore as well, like you said. But also doing paranormal is also another sign of a cryptid because we'll go after things that sort of unknown. That's what a paranormal ghost investigators do. You go after things that sort of don't exist or people don't think they exist they kind of explain what things are it's all part of the same thing it's all part of the same cryptids but different side of it which i never knew yes that is correct that is correct brian what's your take well uh, the research that i've done about cryptids um here over the years now that uh, a guy once knew he 
he said that up in up in Canada here, especially way up way up north, and that there's been many sightings of uh, the Bigfoot Sasquatch. Although the word Sasquatch up north is more prevalent because it's Native American, right? That and actually when it comes to the Native Americans, and that those one of the things that they're very popular for, and that and people are wondering. How can these Sasquatches get around so much so often? And that, well, apparently up there, and that uh, these uh, Sasquatches are what is known as, uh, to the Native Americans as inter interdimensional uh, kind of beings. In other words, they can, right. go, they can go from one area through a portal to another area, you know, within seconds. And people think there's more than one, but really, there's a few. There are a few of them. According to my guide, there are a few around. It's just that the way they get around, and that people are always uh, seeing them in different areas. Uh, but especially, um, where where is it? No, no. Okay, in the southern part of the Northwest Territories, and. Northern part of uh, the well, like out uh, west and that up in those areas where, where there's a lot of forestry, and that um, then there's been many things there, and that. But the more I researched, the more I thought this is actually kind of you know kind of cool and that because there's very little known about them, and that. But to a lot of enthusiasts, it's a, a regular sweet shop. For stuff that's unknown, right? And that, but um, so yeah, so that, that, that that's what I found out so far, and, and it's basically the same down in the United States, and especially right. in the um, where is it? North, northeastern, is that right? Yeah, northeastern United States. There's been many many sightings there as well. That is correct. Thing. My guy knows more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is correct. Now, Crazy Witch, now, now, Crazy Witch says I'm not as tight, but what happens if I do this, Crazy Witch? Hey, baby. Does this sound a little more like you're tight, honey? <laughs> I had to do that for Crazy Witch, but I, he always messes with me. So why can't I have a little fun, right? But no, so yeah, so uh, quite true. Yeah, so portals. Uh, I do believe they exist. Uh, Crazy oh, yeah. Witch is laughing. Uh, Sam's laughing. But now, yeah, because you know, uh, the uh, yesterday during one of my shows, the. Uh, we saw a video of, of somebody that had no power. And in the tree line, it looked like a transformer that was getting ready to explode. It was a very big white light. I mean, it was like, <gasps> that kind of white light, you know. And, yeah. uh, and you saw something come out of it. And it went, and it closed up. And then 20 to 30 yards to the left, you see something rocking back and forth. 
And I know what that was. It wasn't a human being out in the middle of in the rainstorm. It looked like a Sasquatch. It was furry, hairy, clumpy with hair. But, you know, so and every time somebody says they see something, uh, they say it's it's either they see a flash of light or a picture flash or like something is run in front of a sun. Like, you know, you know how a bird flies over or a cloud, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like like you blink your eye and it's what it. So I think that has something to do with portals. And like you said, I think they are interdimensional. How they do it, I have no idea. Um, so it is it is interesting. Right on, Grizz. I figured that uh, that kind of... Got you going just a little bit crazy, Wes, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy! I know it. When Grizzly Girl <laughs> goes dramatic, yeah, I love... You know, I'm not a drama queen, but I love to have fun. But, you know, so it, it, it I... makes you wonder. Uh, Eric, they can are in, say, interdimensional. Yes, go ahead. Can I just say, Chris, in UK, uh, we've got a, a paranormal hotspot place that we are going to investigate this year, and, it, and it's called it's called Cannock Chase. It's down in a town called Birmingham, uh, in sort of Middle England, and it's rumored to be a very, very haunted paranormal area. Not just ghosts but it's got what we call pigmen which are a seven foot humanoids uh with pig-like features whatever else they've also got what people would describe as maybe werewolves we don't know if that's right if, if we're seeing that or we're seeing what is a uk equivalent of a bigfoot uh then they've got uh the the uh, little uh, children whose eyes are blacked out they haunt the place and scare people and it's rumoured to be UK's version of Area 51. That's how hot it is. It's got everything within this one area that is there to scare you and there to make you run out. And it's a very, very well-known area within the UK. And, yeah, it's got some really, really strange things that have been going off in it. Uh, people said, don't go spend the night. We are. We're going down for night. We're going to enjoy it. Have a proper go. Oh, cooking. my gracious. Here we go, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Hold my beer moment. There they go. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully find things. But I'm just been scrolling through things that have been found, that have got UK base. And I've come across one. Uh, it's called, it's called, called the Woodwash. Wood wash, right? Yeah, yeah. W O S E, and they say that this is a medieval European mythological folklore. But that word actually means "man of the wood," which relates to Bigfoot. Yes. So that is the UK sort of one of the UK's version of what you guys get America and Canada, which is Bigfoot or Sasquatch. That's one that we've got in the UK. And that's what the word means. It means man of the wood. That's only one example of Bigfoot or Bigfoot sort of creatures that are found in the UK. Now, you're alls over there, the the man or the wood woos, is walking around and protected or protected. protected I thought it would be a bit of 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 a bit of
but it's it's pictured in medieval churches and churches with uh, a club, the person holding or the wood yep. who's holding a club. And it reminds me of Captain Cameron. Oh, I remember, remember that. Yeah, remember that exactly, uh, cartoon? Exactly right. So yeah, so yeah. I love but, that uh, cartoon. Yeah, they don't show that no more. So, I know, it's been out that, there for about 20 years now. Yeah, I know, right? Show us my age, right? But, yeah, uh, no, Frank but was that, voice. Yeah. But thanks, <laughs> thank, Chris. Remember how I said I'd come across some weird ones with some weird names? So I've come across one that is in, which is in UK folklore. Yeah, <laughs> that right there. <laughs> and her name, her name will make you laugh because her name is called Jenny Greentee or Wiki Jenny. Now that's terrible. <laughs> that? That, that is her name. That is her name. And apparently it's legendary. She's a river hag, but in like English folklore, uh, she's got fangs. She's extremely ugly. I'm reading what it says because I don't know much about her. She's very ugly. Uh, she's a cryptoid. People don't know what we actually see. She's one of the strangest ones in the UK. Uh, and she's rumored to haunt riverbanks and pull children into the river and drown them then eat them. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that is her name, Jenny Greenteeth or Wiki Jenny. <laughs> Yuck. Wow. And that is one of the weirdest ones that I found. So doing a bit of research on this, I found quite a lot of things. But I never even knew about. Yeah, but see, you all over in the UK, and this is what Darian and I always talked about. You all got that rich history. Yes. That goes back thousands and thousands of years, right? Yeah. So in Canada, exactly. how far back does your all's history go? I don't even know. Okay, well, well when it comes to Canada and that um the history of Canada goes back about uh, anywhere between fifteen and twenty thousand years. Oh wow! And that, and um, now what comes to the United States? I'd say that. Well, I might be off, maybe a thousand years or something like that. But you see, uh, one thing that people didn't realize is, sure, the city I live in, Mississauga. Okay, well, going back to. Um, Oh, Dad, can you help me with this one? Back in the 1700s, I think, that all of southern Ontario was called not Mississauga, and not Mississauga, but it was called Mississaugas. Okay, well, that was the name of the, one of the main tribes of Canada. And that, well, the whole area was called that until we overtook in that. We replaced the name. But luckily, the city I live in, they said, well, let's stick the name on that city there. And that, but um, uh, like up in the Yukon, uh, up in the Yukon, sorry, up in the Yukon, possibly 25,000 years. Wow. And that, and that there's one little area here that I thought was very interesting, and I've been there in a couple of years, and that's in the city of Burlington, which is about I don't know, half an hour, three quarters of an hour drive from here. And that, well, near this. Now, near this uh, city hall, okay, there's a huge fountain, okay, was well, known to be one of the largest, um, which one is it, vortexes in the area, and it's also on a, believe it or not, a crossed ley line. Oh, that's interesting. 
and that and what happens is anybody that's sensitive, you know, sensitive, empath, medium, psychic, whatever, intuitive, and that if they go close to the center part of the um, of the uh, fountain and just stand there, they actually feel an, an almost like an electromagnetic pull pulling them forward, almost like a magnet kind of thing. And that and they get they feel they get that feeling from the pit of their stomach. And some of them actually, oh, I don't feel so good. I'm I'm getting I'm out of here. But that but at certain times of the year, that vortex is so strong that it actually sometimes affects, I kid you not, it actually affects and that traffic lights. Wow. And that it's that strong. And that and people think that, that it's just faulty wiring and stuff like that. No. Is the strength of that vortex that is actually manipulating other structures, and that and last time I was there, and that there's been uh, science and stuff like that. And there have been these sasquatches there, but we've seen spirit people, spirit children in that area, and that. So I thought, man, mentioned that because that that I found was so fascinating. So, you see, how can y'all go to places and be like? I see people. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't do that, right? Now, I I got tested the other day, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, by uh, Angela Ford, and she worked for the United States uh, Defense Intelligence Agency, which she actually spied on the Soviet Union during the Cold War uh, remote viewing and with the FBI, CIA, and other agencies. And she was like, Grizzly, today you're going to remote view. And I'm like, I don't want to remote view. She said, I'm getting ready to pull up a picture. I want you to tell me what the picture is. I said, I don't want to do it. I was like, the picture is a creep through a forest, and I see it. And she's like, well, I haven't got it pulled up yet. I'm trying to upload it. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just telling you what I just came. I'm just seeing it. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what had happened. Somebody else named it, too. Now she pulled up another picture, and I didn't want to do it. And she looked at the picture <laughs> and I was like, I see trees. And she said, how many? I said, I see a bunch of trees. Yeah. And, and somebody is like, I see palm trees on the beach. So, and it was weird because when she brought up the picture, it was palm trees on a beach. But I was like, well, I saw it at a different angle. I saw it not from the beach out to the ocean i saw it from the ocean into the island to the beach so when she flipped the picture on another view that's what i saw and she's like you can remote view and i and that scared the hell out of me so you all with the capabilities to do what you all do i don't know how y'all do it you see that scares that's me so nice. <laughs> that scares me so yes so yes yeah, so i went out and got me uh, I didn't get me a cheap one. I got me a real nice one. And, you know, it's made out of slate and everything. So, you said it's got a me, yeah, it is. And, <laughs> man, those things, those things are not cheap. No. So, I was going to give me a, a, a tarot card deck. And I thought, nah, I'm not ready for that yet. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris, yes. you know. You do a lot of Bigfoot things on on your show, don't you? I've seen you doing a lot of Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Bigfoot and Bigfoot paranormal, yes. Right. So I've just been reading here about Bigfoot sightings in the UK and where they've been seen. Uh, 
So they've seen them in Lincolnshire, which is not far from where I live, Wales, and then down south. And it says that people describe it. Now, I'm going to describe what they say, and I want to know if this is the same sort of one that you've seen in America and everywhere else. Okay. So what they say is they see having large eyes, mm-hmm. a pronounced brow ridge, and a large forehead with rounded rounded head and 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 an unpleasant smell yeah yes now some so of that, them do not smell some of them look like they they shampoo with red skin conditioner okay. yes and some so of them look like they comb themselves now do they use fish bones i have no idea ladies and gentlemen but some of them look like uh, rag dolls or, or what do you call those people that don't? Like Reggie Ann? Yeah, that don't comb their hair and they get the all mad. Yeah, yeah, they get all maggot or matted down and tangled. So, yeah, but and there's other ones that they're, they, they, look, they look like they're fine groomed and, and they're just glowing. So I, I don't know. Uh, Grizzly, if when you're ready for tarot cards, start with a rider uh, weight one. It has nice neutral pictures. Oh, missing. Are you setting me up for something? (laughs) (laughs) When it says nice neutral pictures, I'm like, oh boy. Watch it be one of those uh, <laughs> female decks or something, you know? <laughs> Just what I need in my collection. So, <laughs> where where would you stand on Bigfoot then? Because it says here that some people describe it as a large ape and, and like others believe the creature could be uh, some sort of a human. Some even believe that it can be even stranger and coming from a UFO. So there's a, okay, so now a lot of people have different encounters. Now, a lot of people say they either see, uh, some people say they see uh, Bigfoot either before UFO signing or after. Uh, Some people say they see Bigfoot coming out of UFO. Uh, So it's kind of hard to describe whether it's true or not, or is it coincidental? Uh, there are theories that Bigfoot came from another planet. Uh, is Now, if you had asked me 25 years ago, what is Bigfoot? I would have said it's an ape. Uh, I think it's more than an ape. I think they're very intelligent. They show intelligence. They know how to cloak. They know how to screw things on peanut butter jars. Uh, they know how to... Uh, leave picture glyphs and glyphs around. Uh, they know how to do certain structures. Uh, they're very intelligent. Um, they know how to get around cameras. They know how to um, malfunction electronics. Uh, some say they can actually see uh, the spectrum guide, like infrared. Uh, that's why they can't get them on trail cams because they can see the infrared and they stay away from them. And a lot of people use trail cams to keep them away from houses. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, some people will have trail cams and they'll have a uh, a stick. That's weird that a psychic's calling me. Stand by. 
That's really weird. Hello? Hello, I see you called. Oh, I'm live on the show. I was going to make sure you're okay. I'm good. Okay. No, I'm just on the show live right now. I, I oh, thought something was wrong. No, because I see I missed your call. Yep, you're good. All right. All right, bye. bye. Usually when a psychic calls me, I answer because something's usually wrong or something's up. Oh, that so, was fun. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, and I've actually see troll cams where they wave sticks in front of it to take pictures. I see troll cams have been removed from trees and been bitten on with teeth marks. I've oh, seen yeah. them ripped from trees and been tossed 30, 40, 50 yards. And it took them three or four days to find them. Uh, I've seen trail cams where eyeballs been looking to the center of it. <laughs> and it's like they know they're there. Now, I, I show this on most of my shows, and this is just a small collection. And I have, especially with paranormal, you know, we have okay. different different recorders. And, that, and this is this is just on my studio. So it's actually was getting ready to say what I was getting ready to say. So I I don't know why I would say that, but I have different recorders, you know, that are used for outside and and so forth. They range in different makes and models and so forth. But I have people, ladies and gentlemen, that will take these and hide them on property, and they will come over and pick them up. Not drain the batteries now, mind you. They will pick them up. And they will turn them off by hitting the turn off button. Now, how in the world can an ape know how to turn off an electronic device? Now, there's also been reportings, ladies and gentlemen, where they get so mad with campers because they're trying to record and they leave so many of these laying around in their campsite, they will confiscate them. Then right before they leave, they'll all end up on the picnic table stacked up and be like, hey, don't forget, you can take them with you now. They're yours. Now, what the hell does that tell you? Now, I've got one guy here in Kentucky thought he was going to be smart. Now, listen to this. Now, you know what duct tape is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, why did he tell me he used Gorilla Tape? Now, we know what Gorilla Tape is, right? It's stronger yeah. than duct tape. Yeah. So he Gorilla Tape one of these to a street sign next to the woods where he sees eyes shine all the time. And for hours, these creatures threw rocks at this sign to knock it off. And you heard dink, 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 donk, dink, dink. And they couldn't knock it off. They tried for hours throwing <laughs> rocks at it. Now, what does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? They have some type of intelligence level. So, hello, Scarborough. Welcome to the show. You get ready for your show here a little bit later. So, uh, Messy Juju, uh, yes, I sure can. I knew it was a set of female cards. How did I know, Missy? I just knew it. I would have been so embarrassed. I'd probably have been upset. Tarot cards are one of the easiest things to learn, Grizzly. That's what everybody tells me. So, Missy, uh, 
Lemon cards are basically playing cards for rummy or poker with cute pictures and de and delicate people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the way she says delicate people. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Eric, uh, I have seen new apes. Uh, news apes can do a lot of those things, too. Raven Creek, welcome. Hey, Grizzly Sleuths, I'm listening while I'm work. Want to say hi? Hello there. Welcome, welcome, Scarborough, Missy, Raven Creek. Hello, sorry for mistyping. I'm tired. Hey, we're all in the no problem. Welcome, everybody. But no, but I mean, there, there are, they are intelligent. Now, my thing is, is that the cloak feature, that is wild to see one cloak. Like Predator. So we know the government in 2006 came out, U.S. government, United States of America said we can make a rabbit disappear and a goldfish. And they did. And that was in 2006 with the technology. Now, we know beyond a reasonable doubt that they had that technology before 2006. Now, where do they get that technology from? Hello, Tadpole. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. So, you know, now my question to you, Derek and Brian, this is not a trick question by any means. What color is a polar bear? Well, I'll I'll you all, isn't it? No, what? it's black. It's black because being his skin's black, not white. It's only outer fur that's white. The actual skin is black. And why is the outer fur white? So it can camouflage itself while it's in the Arctic or snow. That's what. That's what that is correct. Is. That's why. It's, that's why you only see the outer, not the inner. You can't. You can't see what's underneath the fur because it is black, unfortunately. That you. You. That is correct. Yes, Missy Joe. I am ordained. I am a reverend. So yes, uh, I, I became a reverend because I wanted to learn more about the spiritual warfare that's going on between good and evil. And uh, Scarborough saying hello to everybody, crazy witch, and so forth. Yes, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. When I first told them that, they're like, oh, Grizzly, you're pulling my leg. I'm like, no, Google it. Because when the first time somebody asked me years ago, I was like, really? You're going to ask me what color a polar bear is? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like really? I'm like, it's white. And then everybody laughed at me. I'm like, What's so funny? They're like, it's not white. I'm like, yeah, it's white. I'm like, I'm not ignorant. You're like, Google it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll Google it right now. And I was like, did it, did it, did I was like, okay, it's black. I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned a lesson. Yeah. And the thickness so, of the hair is also a fantastic insulator because they're in the cold all the time. Yes. Yes. So we know that allegedly that people that have Sasquatch hair, right? Allegedly, they call it hair. When they put it underneath the microscope, it reflects, 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 however you want to say it, the light. So that's why when you see something and it steps in the tree line, it absorbs the light around it in the surrounding. That's why it disappears and it cloaks like predator. And it's very interesting. Now, when, somebody, go ahead, Derek. 
when we've been out on location, when we've been out doing ocean, we've been in woods or forests around where we live. Every now and again, we will see uh, ice shine. We will see yeah, red see ice. Uh, what that actually is, we don't know. But we always see two, and we always sort of side by side. But when you first see them, they're not low down; they're quite high up. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so what we actually are, because we've never actually seen anything sort of move, we just see the red eyes, then they sort of blink out and they're gone. We don't know what it was, but we see them quite a bit. We do see red eyes quite a bit when we're in woods and forests and whatever else. But we're not low to ground because we are actually quite high. So is that, is that a Bigfoot? I don't know. Yep, that could be a Bigfoot or a Dogman. That is correct. And they have different color eyes. They have uh, yellow, blue, green, white, orange, and I think there's one more color. Uh, so, yeah, so there there are, are different spectrum colors of eyes. And like you said, now, a lot of people say, uh, well, it's your flashlight. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now, these are self-illuminating eyes. They're not like deer eyes or cat eyes. I mean, like you said, you will see them, and they will, like, blink, and you'll be like, what the hell was that? Did you see that? It blinked. So, and it's not a deer standing seven and a half foot, eight foot tall up uh, off the ground, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, come on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, good afternoon, Midnight Squatchers. Welcome. Popped in to say hi and about in them red eyes. And Am Amber, thank you. Amber eyes, yes. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. You so, see, if I could, if I were living in America where you are, I would love to go on a Bigfoot hunt, Sasquatch hunt, whatever you want to call it. I would love to be out there and have a look and see. If we, we don't have that many UK that I know to that go out hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah? But I would love to go and do that. I've always, I watch it, I've, I'm, I'm right into that sort of thing. We don't get many UK. I don't know why. You actually, you do. You just don't know about it. You ever heard? Of <laughs> you That's ever heard? Of yeah, Deborah exactly. That's probably why, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard of Deborah? Deborah Hotswell? You sent you sent me her uh, uh, profile bit back. Yeah. Uh, I think that was her. I can't remember. I'm gonna hook you up with some people over there, and you're gonna go woodsman. Woo, yeah. woo, woo, well, however you say it, big, yeah, wood, wood, yeah, wood, 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 woosh, yeah, it's a weird wood, name, woosh. yeah, well, there we go, wood, woosh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That woo, 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 yeah, there for a moment, we'll get you fixed up, so yeah, that's not a problem because there's all kinds of things over there in the UK, and see, and a lot of people, beast. Beast, yeah, they don't they don't realize that because it's an island and it's I think three quarters. Uh, I forgot how big UK is to America. I, I had to Google it. Uh, one of my fact checkers will check me in a minute, but it's it's very quite smaller than America, and they have a lot of activity. Now you visit pubs a lot, correct, Derek? Uh. Only abandoned ones. I don't go in them as normal. We go to abandoned pubs. Right. I don't mean pubs as normal. But I would say now, I would love to go over to the pubs and be like, hey, what did you see last night when you walked home? They'd be like, because they see stuff and they don't tell nobody. 
Yeah. And you all got so much country out there. See, when people think about the UK and Brits, they think about the Beatles. They think about the riots and all that cities. No, 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 no. You got farmland, ancient farmland. You got woods. You got, I mean, stuff that people haven't walked on in probably hundreds of years. Yeah. So, you know, and just like Canada, I mean, look at Canada in, in the in the Indian tribes up there. They know they're there. They know they exist. Oh, absolutely. Even in the city of Mississauga, we've had, I think, uh, two or three tribes that actually considered this uh, area not so much their home, but part of their trade route. See? And that and many of them actually. uh Thank you, Mister. Past in this area as well, like especially during battles. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had a guy, uh, not a guy. We had uh, an Indian. I can't remember what tribe he belonged to, and he was telling us that white man makes full of themselves when they go out in the woods. And I was like, damn. That vine will just go ahead and call us that. You know, we make fool of ourselves. And they're like, you don't need to wear camouflage. That's ignorant. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they know you're there. They know before you even get there, they know you're there. And I was like, well, of course they know because I wear, I love wearing deodorant. So I know they can smell me miles away. <laughs> So, and I wear my fancy beard stuff that smells good, makes my beard soft and all that. So, yes, yeah, so I know. Thank you. I, I very much appreciate that. Hi, hi, Terry. So, yes, they do know we're out there. And he was telling us stuff, and I asked him. And, and he finally told Val, he's like, you're taking too long. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, we're just trying to be careful because we don't know what we're allowed to ask what you're allowed to tell us about Sasquatch because it's a very sensitive topic with a lot of tribes because wow. it's sacred to them and they don't like outsiders knowing what they know. So we were trying to figure out, is this okay to ask you? And some things he would talk about and he would stop and he would look at us like, um, do you know what I'm coming from? And he was like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, I know what you mean. You, that means I better not ask any more questions on that topic. It's what I took it as, right? <laughs> so then I asked about the X's. What about these big X's up in the air and, and on the ground? And he said, when you see those, those are a reference point to where they meet. And he says when he saw one, he said that he saw a juvenile run underneath one and, and get down like a football player in like a like a guard position. Now, to mm -hmm. me, that told me that if you get any farther, he's going to come over and knock you off your butt and he's going to run you down. But whether or not is that going to happen, I have no idea. But, you know, I've joined in an indigenous, indigenous, I can't even say it, a native group, 224,000 members strong. And I'm like, hey, I'm Grizzly, and I want to learn about Bigfoot. Can anybody help me? And boy, did I hear crickets. And I was like, well, that was the wrong question to ask everybody in the beginning, wasn't it? <laughs> 
because I wanted to know. Uh, Scarborough, yes, indigenous native battles took place in, yes, Ontario, 16 to 1800. That is correct. And I actually looked that up when Brian said that, 1812 yep. to 1813, yes. The Battle of Queenston Heights in Lundy's Lane. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, it, it is. It, it's very interesting because these creatures and beings will live alongside of us for thousands of years. You know, we have depictions of them on walls, cave paintings, hieroglyphs, picture glyphs, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, now, we do hear the horror stories where we have different ones in America that will rip your face off and Ew. eat you alive, and they're cannibals, and and we heard some, Derek, that, you know, they will steal your women and, and eat your babies and all that other stuff, and we also have reports in America that do not leave your children outside in the woods you know, on your property and those little play sets, the swing sets, you know, your little cranky thing you crank up. I've seen Sasquatch run up to it and go to grab the baby out of it. And they're like, hey, we do And they stop, they take off running. Now, what are they going to do? Are they going to take the child? Are they going to take the child and eat the child? Now, it depends on who you ask. They are cuddly and fuzzy and warm. They want to love on you and give you hugs and kisses. Now, to me, I'm not going to say, Brian, there is a lion right there. Hold my beer, Brian. I'm going to go over and pet this son of a gun. Now, am I going to do that? No, I am not. And I am not going to do that with the Sasquatch either. I'm not How about them giant black cats? Deodorant, you mean. Primate pheromones. Midnight Squatchers, we got in trouble the other night talking about pheromones on one of the shows. So, yes, you're right. Absolutely. And they do. And Derek and Brian, and you can concur or not, but they'll tell you if your woman is on that monthly cycle, do not take them out in the woods. Especially if you're big right. hunting. Yep. With, with it being an emotional thing, it's you know, it, it's a you know you know it could it might not be, but uh, I think a lot of the hype about uh, Bigfoot and Sasquatch and stuff like that, I think a lot of the hype about it is, well, as I told different people, a lot of it is Hollywood. Okay, a lot of the stuff is from people. A lot of stuff is not from uh, from the research of the Sasquatch itself, but basically what we learned from Hollywood and stuff like that. Like these movies about Sasquatch, how do they know the true facts about Bigfoot and Sasquatch? That's the problem. Okay, so now let's reverse this role. Now, our parents grew up watching Star Trek. Our <laughs> parents grew up watching Buck Rogers, right? Now, all that technology became a reality, did it or did it not, right? So how did they know about that? What's that book, uh, 30,000 Leagues Are Need to See or 10,000 Leagues Are Need to See? What's the name of that uh, book? 20,000. 20,000 Leagues Are Need to See. So now how did they know about that? You know, how did that book get written before it's time? Yeah, so there's a lot of speculation, right? 
Yeah. So, you know, a lot of, well, they're foreseers, they were fortune tellers, you know, look at Nostradamus, you know, the hister was, was supposed to be Hitler. And, you know, he looked in a, a pail of water and all that other stuff. So, I mean, there are a lot of, uh, Missy, you crack me up. I'm still laughing at you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you just don't know. And, you know, the movie Independence Day with Will Smith, everybody well, like remembers that. that movie, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Now, the U.S. government took that movie, okay, and scrubbed it 13 times before it was released to the public. Now, why in the world was the government involved in that movie? What was it taken out of that movie that it did not want the civilians to see? Possibly so. people that are, that are linked with Area 51, there are certain bits and pieces of information that was in the movie that's like, no, 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 that's top secret, take it out. Yeah, well, look at Rob Lazar. You know, everybody thought he was a nutcake. Oh, he didn't work for Area 51. Ladies and gentlemen, Area 51 moved. It moved years ago. It's in Ohio. If you didn't know that, yes, it has moved years ago. So, and a lot of people didn't know that. But yes, you don't have to chill out. You make me laugh, Missy. Uh, <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, I mean, look at, you're right, Samantha. Look at Tesla. You know, yeah. now I called out, uh, what is his name that made Tesla? Uh, oh, I mean, uh, necklace, Elon. Elon. I called him does. out on the air because he did a show and he was like, Aliens do not exist. And I'm like, Oh, crap. You don't know. They do exist. And he was like, Well, there's no way possible they exist because they exist. They already made contact. They have made contact. Where do you think we got our technology from? Yeah. 30 years ago, we was in a, ho or, 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 a horse and a buggy. And in my studio right now, this is old technology, isn't it, Derek? But isn't that true that, that you can walk into any museum in the world and you can see, see old hieroglyphics that have come out of places that outdate the Egyptian ones and they actually show men wearing masks and things floating in the sky, how can that be if it didn't exist? That is correct. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I've even seen some hieroglyphics that have actually shown uh, what, what looks like a submarine, another one looks like a helicopter. How do they yes. know that, that form thousands of years ago? Yes. Yes, Crazy Witch. Bob Lazar has, has been proven correct. And the only reason why he has been proven correct because they found a paycheck stub because they tried to erase him. And not only that, he actually testified and, and passed all the polygraph tests and he said exactly what he worked on. So, and he came forward and that's why he tried. And it's just amazing because, you know, they ask me, Brian and Derek, all the time, you know, Grizzly, what is reality? I'll tell you right now, reality is what we live in is not real. It's not. I mean, you all deal with the paranormal. Yeah. Yep. Now, add Dogman, add Bigfoot, add aliens, add cryptids to that. 
at interdimension beings. Mothman. Mothman. You see what I'm saying? Mothman, Owlman. Yeah, all that sort of thing. Yeah. I, no. I got a Goldman here. Yeah. <laughs> right? So Vel Velcro is alien tech. So, I mean, it's, it's wild, you know. I, I won't bore the people showing my alien video uh, today, but uh, I'll send you the link to it. And it, 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 it will like, like, wow, you know, because it talks about Nephilim. It talks about how governments are working with Nephilim and these giants on the ground in bases. And, and it, it's, it's wild. And then you, we talked about the experiment the other day about chimpanzees and the human experiment and Stalin. And did you know that that continued on to the early 1990s about men trying to breed humans with apes? I did not know that. Oh, my God. Yes. And they succeeded with embryos. Yes. I did not know that. One of my... One of my all-time, one of my all-time favorite films, and I've told Brian about this. One that I really love. It's called, it's called the six, the six, the six kind. Is it? It's to do with alien abductions in Norm in Alaska. I believe. And that leave that leaves you asking: if anybody's not seen it and don't believe it, don't believe that there's someone out there. Watch that because it, it's a documented film, so it shows you the true thing and then the film part of it put together so we split it up in different screens and that will leave you answering asking a load of questions about what is out there or what could be out there or what might be out there it's unreal well now here now here's a problem i have now okay ladies and gentlemen hey brenda welcome to the show congratulations on your apartment i'm very happy your new place um is that the artificial intelligence now the software the program oh yeah you know now do we have to worry about the fake videos and photographs you know the other night ladies and gentlemen i played with it i was bored i was in my studio laying on my chase in pain and i was like what the hell let's have some fun i want the pope to dance and rap Holy cow! I was like, it look, I, I mean, you couldn't tell the difference. So then I was like, I wanted to walk through a cemetery. It was really scary. And it took me through a cemetery that was really scary. And I was like, and then I want to know why people are losing their jobs and want to know why McDonald's is fully automated and why there's 400 Burger Kings closing. And there, and I never forget this. And and it's it's documented. hundred and fifty million jobs are going to be lost. Then they come back. There's six hundred and something million jobs are going to be lost. And now there's eight hundred and something million million jobs. You know what's going to happen to people? Okay. So now let's, let's, ladies and gentlemen, let's stop and think about this. Now you got writers, right? Authors. Mm -hmm. You got songwriters. Right, you got publishers, you got movie producers, you got essays you got to write. There's already there's already people being you know kicked out of colleges for using that chat whatever program on their phone, mm -hmm. right? 
So what else do you need writers for? Commercials. You remember where you can, you don't even have to hire actors anymore. You can go and say, oh, I like Derek. So let's change. I like Derek's accent. So we're going to do Derek, or he's going to do our little presentation today. So we're going to click on Derek, and we're going to type everything out, and Derek's going to do our presentation for nineteen ninety five instead of five grand now. And we don't have to worry about edit, video edits, anything. It's just one shot, one deal, and it's done. What's that going to do to everything? Uh, that's a scary thought. It is. Hmm. Now, now, now there's there's a movie that came out years ago that is called I Robot with the yes Wilson. yes where 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 um, not so much AI, you know AI but robots were taking over everything including babysitters and stuff like that yes. And it became evil. Yes. And I thought that's a scary thought. <laughs> so, you know, men always have good intentions, but it's the evil side of man. Exactly. That we have to worry about because what can we develop to do something for make it the worst against the enemy? You know, <laughs> so and, and, and that's what it is. This is why. This is why I like the paranormal. I like things that are not here rather than things that are living. Because you can't do anything within things that are not here. It's the living that can hurt you, not the people that have passed over. And that's where I like to be. That's where that's where I live most of my life. That's where I've spent most of my time, in the paranormal. And you can't fake that. You can't put that onto I, I, or this sort of thing or do it all like that. It's going to work. The human side of things that are, that are making it worse, not the people that are on, on, on the paranormal side. Well, I'll and, agree to a certain extent on that. And I don't need to go on a computer to walk through a scary graveyard at nighttime, Chris. Well, now you got me on that part. But <laughs> I was having fun, but you know, <laughs> because I wanted to experiment myself in Night Watchers. And I've uh, I had stories of Area 51 doing some crazy experiments over the years, including the dog size of a uh, dog the size of a horse. Yes, I've heard that too. I have too. I've seen it. So, <laughs> you know, uh, Brenda, that's right, Missy. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Crazy Witch. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, the. What was the sheep's name they cloned? Dolly, I think it was Dolly. Yeah, Dolly. You know? Yeah, Dolly. Yeah, and then you know, and now they're making you know meat out of uh, woolly mammoth meat, and oh yuck! Yes, and now they're making uh, petri dish meat that they're going to start selling in restaurants that you're not going to be able to tell the difference. But on the menu, they're going to have to disclose it that it's not real meat, but you're not going to taste the difference. And it's like, what are we coming to, ladies and gentlemen? You know? That is scary. Dolly the Clone. Yes, Scarborough. That is correct. Yeah. Dolly the Clone. Lab meat. Yes. I know. So what is your what is your best paranormal investigation, uh, Derek? What is, what is one of your best ones? Uh... I won't say all of them. I haven't really got 
a best one. I've had some strange ones. Uh, I haven't really had what you would what you would define as the ultimate best one because you go to one and you get one thing. Go somewhere else, you get something different, and it keeps changing. So it's not a case of like one that stands out the most. A location that stands out the most. Now, if you ask me for locations, then I would say RAF bases, military bases that we've got in the UK are the best location that I like to be in. Uh, but as for my favourite ghost hunting place, they're all, they've all got their own unique gift or, the, or, or their own unique spirit or their own unique thing of doing things to make them be known. Uh, so I, I can never been able to single one out as probably the best one. I say location wise, it's definitely our it's definitely RF bases or all that military bases. Huh. What about you, Brian? Well, actually, I've got two actually. Um, the 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 best one I ever was part of that I was there, I'd say it was probably um, Castle Loma, which is in Toronto, Canada. Uh huh. Uh, which is the only castle, to my knowledge, in all of Canada. And oh that, wow! And that, and I, I've been there multiple times in that. But there was one time that really sticks out of my mind. They see there's a castle, and then there's the stables. There's an 800 foot, ta- uh, 800 foot long tunnel going between the two. Well, I was down in the tunnel, and I had my voice recorder, and I said, "Is there anybody here? Please say something." And I got a voice recording, a whispery voice of the woman that said, Brian. Yeah, I'm gone. And that, and that, but, but I had such a fantastic experience in that castle. I absolutely loved it. And that, now when it comes to uh, an investigation with Derek and the team, because, uh, because they visited so many REF locations and I can never remember which one's which, I'd say the one that I picked upon two brothers that passed in the war, but one returned and the other one didn't. And that... Ah, we have Benbrook. Benbrook, okay. That one I loved the most because I had such a strong link between two brothers and that. And that location, I thought, you know, I hope we go back to that. That one, I thought, I thought that this, this, this location is unique. And I absolutely loved it. The location so, that, Bra- that Brian is talking about, Chris, is Brian picked up what he just said, but we were in this location and we heard a propelled plane. Man, he got zapped by a ghost. You're all right. Uh, we, saw, <laughs> we saw a propelled pl- uh, plane, or we heard a propelled plane flying yeah, around. I that too. But we couldn't see. We, we went out. I was looking outside, but couldn't see this plane. And it kept circling around, and then it stopped. It just, it just stopped completely. And my daughter researched it on her phone, and it said that an RAF bomber was circling the base. It had been shot, being sort of, but it couldn't land. The, there were too many planes. And it circled around three times, and it finally crashed, and it killed, it killed them all on board. One of the the people that Brian picked up was one of the crew members that was on board that plane that got killed one of the brothers. The wow. other one we found out got killed abroad on a bombing raid from the same base, but he died abroad. 
and Brian picked up that he was getting these two trying to find each other because one died in the UK and one died abroad. Yeah, the other one was, uh, was actually cra crashed in uh, Germany. Yeah. And that's wow. And, uh, and I said, though, see, I see, I, I didn't really have a really strong leg hand, but my guy did. So my guy was asking them, you know, what, what's going on. And one brother said, Well, I'm looking for my other brother. He hasn't come back. And that, and I says, Do you know what happened? He goes, No. He says, I, he said, I know I, uh, I crashed, but I don't know what ever happened to my brother. And that, and I said, Well, I says, So, I said, Okay, that's very interesting. And that, so I, I told the team and that, and sure enough, one died right in the UK nearby, another one, as Derek said, you know, abroad in another country. Wow. Uh, Samantha wants to know who built the castle you went to. Okay. Um, her, okay. His name is um, Sir Henry Paulette and his wife Mary. They had the castle built and they, oh, they only lived there for something like 10 or 11 years. Then the stock market crashed and he lost everything and everything in the castle they had to put up for auction in order to make up for all his debts and that so they had to live with the i don't know the butler or one of the one of the uh servants and that but nowadays it's a museum i believe it's a restaurant and that it's still incredibly active and that and but he but he but then believe that Sir Henry he was actually a financier, and then he had had a strong links with the hydro people back in the day, and that so. But when I first went there for the first time, I knew nothing about the location other than for it was in Toronto. I didn't even know the guy's name at at the time, and that. But uh, this guy and this guy had military links, strong military links. Wow. And that so, but maybe someday I like I like to go uh, go back there so, uh, someday and uh, you know see if I can learn any more about about the location. But um, yeah, so so Sir Henry Paulette and his wife Mary. That's interesting, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thank you from Western Kentucky Bigfoot and Paranormal Investigations, LLC. Don, thank you for another edition brought to you by him. Uh, Sam says, thank you very much for the information, Brian. She very greatly appreciates it. 
So, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. I, I love paranormal. I love the afterlife. I got involved uh, when I was in when I was a teenager after my grandfather died, every, everybody on my mother's side came back. So very interesting. So what made you get into it, Brian? Well, I, I always knew that I was a sensitive even when I was a kid. And you see the, the, the street that I lived on and that had a cemetery at the other end of the street. And that, and um, so my, myself, my sister, and my mom, we used to go down to the cemetery just to look through look at the stones, just to go for a walk. When I went in there, I started feeling other people's emotions. Uh, I started picking up other, other people's uh, thoughts and that. And at the time, I didn't understand that. And I thought, well, that's probably just normal. I'll grow out of it. And that, but as time went on, instead of instead of those uh, feelings and stuff um, dying away, they intensified. And that, and it got to the point that. I wanted to go to the cemetery more often just to see if I could learn anything more and that, but I didn't have my first actual apparition encounter until, um, 1983. I was 20 at the time. And my grandmother had just passed away. And I think it was either a day or so there two after she passed that, uh, that like we're at her house in Collingwood, Ontario. And um, this is around six, around six in the morning, and that the door and my, my my mom and I were in bed, you know, asleep, and that the door opened just a little bit, and I heard a whispery voice going. Like my mom, my mom's name was Muriel, and a whispery voice said, and I, I recognized that my grandmother's voice. She goes, uh, "Muriel, it's time to get up," and then closed the door a little bit. And then, of course, my mom, you know, says, okay, mom, I'll be up in a few minutes. So when we did get up, I said, mom, I said, why would Nana call us at that hour of the morning? And she goes, oh, I, oh, I don't know. Oh, wait. And I, and I said, says, was that Nana? Was that mom that called me? And I go, yeah, that was Nana. She goes, she can't. You know, she's gone. And I said, well, I said, she can. And I said, she called for you. From that time on, I thought there's something more to the physical and spirit world than meets the eye. And after that, I thought I've got to learn more about about this. So over the years, I've, I've, I've learned a little by little by little, and that until I I found the uh, I, I found was finally introduced to my spiritual guide. That's when I knew that my um, Spiritual, my, my spiritual path was just opening. And wow. This is, this, is getting, this is getting good, but it's getting kind of unnerving because I didn't really understand it all that much. But from that time on, I thought things just couldn't get better. <laughs> right, right. What about you, Derek? Uh, mine's, a bit, mine's a bit strange, but giant. I'll break that uh, in the washroom. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm a I'm a born I'm a born psychic medium. I was born with the gift. I was born with the sight and everything else. Uh, I was five years old when I saw my first spirit, ghost, whatever you want to call it, um, and it sort of grew from there. 
Uh, I could always see things that people couldn't see. I could see other people that wasn't there, nobody else could see it but me. Uh, school wanted to keep me back, said that I will go in a bit dual alley because I, I was seeing things that wasn't there. Have you ever seen the film Sixth Sense? Where yes. he's yeah. in the car and the car crashes and he says, Mummy, was a car crash down there, gentleman's been killed, blah, blah, blah. She's adding all that. He said, because he stood outside my car window. That is exactly what happens to me when I see spirit, or it did when I was about the same age. Uh, my pathway since then has grown and grown and grown. My gifts have grown and grown. Uh, my love of the paranormal, I love it. I won't do anything else. Uh, things around paranormal, as you know, Chris, has grown, so all my collection has grown. <laughs> uh, everything that I've got within the paranormal i live and breathe everything for paranormal it's something that i enjoy doing uh i'm not bothered now what people think of me they can say well is a bit mad in him believing in people but again i don't care it over my head it, i've been there i've been called back when i was younger it doesn't bother me anymore churchyards i love churchyards i love going to remember dark i love spooky places i don't get scared of the dark i love the dark it's a strange thing to say, but I yeah. really do love the dark. Yeah. Well, by yeah. the way, just for the record, and that it was actually, I think it was Derek or someone else. I think it was Derek plus another psychic. I actually said, uh, Brian, you definitely need to get more into doing uh, readings. And I said, well, I said, I can see people's auras most of the time. And they said, well, why don't you read people's auras? And uh, so I started doing that. Uh, oh, God. Quite a while back, but now I'm doing it weekly in that. And Grizzly, I had to admit, you got the most beautiful aura. Really? And that, because uh, even when I, when I was in the, on the loo, and that I was thinking about uh, what, what colors you that, and red, orange, but you've got a load of blue. Now, is that blue good? Is a, now, blue, now, blue is a, a healing spiritual color, but it's very strong, a strong healing color. And that well, you got a lot of that. So basically, you got healing, strength, and knowledge. Oh, that's awesome. And that, uh, and and uh, and so you see, in the world of spirit, you're not just a light beacon. You're a whole freaking lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, that's ironic that you said that because uh, the girl that I'm seeing, she is a psychic, Sonia, which Derek knows, and. And I talk about her quite often. Uh, I actually, when, before we start talking, talking, uh, I sent her a beacon or, or a lighthouse with a, beacon, a yeah. very, yeah, beacing of light that was very bright. And uh, it was ironic that you said that because uh, it, it just popped in my head and there was a meaning behind that I sent to her and she replied back. So, yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, Brian, do you live in southern Ontario? I sure, I sure do. I'm in uh, Mississauga, which is just west of Toronto. And can you see ghosts too? I got, I can see, I can see them. Yeah, usually the outline, sometimes the form, and I, I can also hear, but usually whispers and stuff like that. But the one being that I can hear clearly is my guide. That's interesting. And, that, and my guy, believe it or not, I'm related to him. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yep. And I don't know how many people know, but my my spiritual guide, okay, is my wife's father, and he passed away before I met my wife. Wow. And that, so I knew nothing about what he looked like. I knew nothing about where he lived. I knew nothing about his childhood. You know, none of that. So when I told my wife what he told me, <laughs> her jaw, her jaw dropped because. Because my wife and her father were very, very, very close. And wow. I, and when he passed, she was devastated. Might even, might even worse than that. Wait till you hear my story about my guy. That was even more good. Oh, yeah. 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 Father. Yeah. I've, I've so, seen his father. So, I've seen his guide. So my guide, my guide is, is a Indian, uh, a gentle soul, a, a holy man, whatever you want to call him. Um, he's my guide and I trust him with my life. 110% I trust him with my life when I go out do, uh, yes. wandering readings. He protects me, outstanding. But I've always had a feeling that there's more to my guide than meets the eye. I always felt as though I, at some point, I was his son or whatever. And it turns out I had a, I had a psychic reading done for somebody a long, long time ago and a psychic drawing done, which I can't, I don't know where, where it is at the moment, but I've got a psychic drawing of my guide. And this psychic said to me, me, have you ever thought that you, that you were father and son or what else? I said, yeah, I have. He said, well, I can confirm now that throughout history, you have always been father and son, father and son. One is just his guide, one is just the medium. And that's how it works all the time. It keeps going round in circles. So I'm the psychic now, he's the guide. When I pass over, when I die, he's reborn. He's then the psychic and, I'm the, and I'm the guide. And that's how it goes. But it gets better than that because my wife's guide is my guide's daughter in the Indian realm. Wow. Granddaughter, sorry, granddaughter. So we're all linked by the same guide. That is wild. <laughs> now, how'd you, how'd you figure you all that out? Weird. I told you mine gets weird. It, it really is. <laughs> it really is. It's people that I know that have done me readings, but I'm a hard person to read because of doing what I do. It's like I don't let people come into my into myself quite a lot, so I keep things to myself more than I But people that I do let read me have come, have said this to me and done this and done that. And uh, with my guide and me, that's how it works. That's why it's going non-stop. But when we found out that the wife's guide is my guy's granddaughter, it was unbelievable. It really is, and that's how it's that's how it is. It, it sounds weird, but that's been that's been proven by other psychics, several, and whatever else. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> Can you imagine living in a haunted house, castle, the cheapest security system ever, I'd, I'd say? <laughs> no, not me. I had problems with my dolls earlier, Derek, and I had to keep throwing holy water on them. It kept Chris, messing with my equipment. My dolls have increased a little bit. Have they? Yeah. I, I told you they would. 
I've still got seven that I can't put out, and I'm up to four, I'm up to about forty-one-ish that are out in display now. Oh my gosh! Ah, Moon Rising is uh, Steph's guide. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so you all thought my doll collection was something. You ought to see this guy's doll collection. Yeah, I mean, it's it's terrible. Hang on, look, hang on, look at them all. Unbelievable. So if you ever hear like things whispering in the background, it's not me. If you ever hear little footsteps, it's not me. So <laughs> I believe that they do most of the time. It's the same vibration, Missy. A Scarborough Sasquatch station mine would probably draw uh well, never mind. Well, not so I'm glad I read that one before I read that one out loud. <laughs> So see how people set me up for the audio people that listen to the audio the next day. Oh, thank God I got my sweet tea and my sippy cup. Thanks, Brenda. Uh, you like two and tea. Eh? This is what I deal with, Brian. Yep. Yes, I do. I'm I'm from Kentucky. I gotta have my tea. Yeah, especially so I do. Tea. Yes, I do too. Yes, I do too. But yeah. So uh, now, do y'all both do cards or do y'all do pendulums or do y'all just do readings or? I, well, Derek does most of the uh, of the readings. He uses different tools. Yeah, yeah, so I do. I've got three lots of cards that I use normally. All different cards, different set of cards. Uh, then I also do normal psychic readings. That's when I talk to spirit directly uh to give information over to people that uh are either watching me live or i'm doing a live uh like the other like the other day i went out and did five five a, a party of five in one house and three out of five had a had a psychic reading rather than card reading uh so it all depends what happens on the day i can't guarantee spirit are going to be there but if they are there, then I break off and go to a psychic reading where we're not using no cards and stuff like that. I just direct the spirit that communicates and tells them what to say and whatever else. Well, that's pretty neat. What about you, Brian? Well, what, well, sometimes what I've done was, uh, especially for for my wife, for her uh, her relatives and that, I've actually tried. I've actually used what is known as psychometry. Which is basically holding an object and the vibrations and the emotional or the memory vibrations on the item, and that I can link into that and get information that way. And that, but normally I just link it with my guide and then I get him to, uh, you know, to get whatever information I get in that. But when I do the readings and that, what I do is I, I link into the person's and that uh, aura, their emotional and their uh, life force. And that I link into that and get whatever information I can get that way. And that, but I have had some times where what happened was I've actually done a reading for someone. And all of a sudden, I've had one or two people step forward and say, Oh, well, you know, we're here. Uh, we, we have something to say. And I said, Okay, well, tell my guy and then tell him, my guy will tell me. And that, and that. So basically, they gave me a little bit of something in that. And uh, I, I give it to the person that doing the meeting in that and they said is there any more and i said sorry i said it's just a few words that's it i said if the spirit person doesn't want to talk too much i can't force them 
I said, if they, if they want to just say a few words, I'll give it to you a few words. I, I said, you know, that's all, that's all I can do because I'm just basically just the, uh, the channel. You know, they come right. the, spiritual, the spiritual phone. Brian saying that, Chris, there's one thing that stands out to mind that me and Brian were doing months and months ago. And we're doing a psychic night on page. So we're doing psychic readings, not doing cards. We're doing psychic readings. So we're telling, we're saying what we've got. And people are coming on saying that links to me and that, it might be me. And we're going through different different things, different subjects and trying to figure out where we're going to by giving them more information, trying to wear it down. And I remember one night, Brian will vouch for this one. And we're on yeah. one night and... This woman came, I'm talking about this person that I got, and I'm saying, I don't think it's UK, I think it might be abroad, because I'm seeing this person got shot, I'm seeing this person went wrong place at wrong time, and I'm describing this person, how, how he looked and whatever else. And this woman jumped on live from, from over, somewhere from America somewhere, and she went, I can't believe it, I'm just flicking through Facebook, I've come across your page, and you are talking about my friend who, ju who just got shot not long back, and you're describing him exactly how he looked. And she was only flicking through Facebook and came across us as I'm explaining what I got this person. So he must have known that she was going to fall onto our page, and he brought her onto us to, to pass these messages over. And that is one of the best ones that I've ever done on, on a live where that has happened. And I know Stephanie just wrote on page, she said, don't forget to tell Chris about transfiguration. That's something else that I do when I'm out on a ghost, transfiguration. That is where I bring spirit into me to communicate through me to talk and tell people and tell the story of where we are. So my face can change, my voice That's might it. change, whatever. And... I had a team once, went out with a team to a location once, and he didn't believe me. And there were loads of us in this location, but about 17, 18 people. And I did transfiguration in there, and we brought this evil thing through, and it didn't like this particular bloke with this other team, didn't like him. And he put me to test, because you can always tell a liar. Um, my eyes are always closed. Whenever I'm doing transfiguration, my eyes are always shut. People can swear blind that my eyes are open, but when team goes, puts light on me, my eyes are closed. My eyes aren't open. And this spirit was picking on him. And in a dark room, it says, right, spirit, try and find me now. And they all moved. Everyone was moving in the room, all different directions, trying to disguise where he was. And somebody else then said, right, if you're really here, point out that person that you, that you don't like. And apparently my head went like that, like that, and went and pointed straight to him. And he went, oh, I can't believe what just happened. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But that's one thing that I do as well when I'm out. But, yeah, it's it, it's unreal sometimes. Yeah. And, and the reason why he, he has his eyes closed is because, see, when he's looking... Okay, he's not looking through his physical uh, physical eyes. Man. He's looking through his mind's eye because that's where the spirit uses is his third eye to look for person or, or whatever. And the only way you can really use your third eye is by closing the physical eyes, and you can still see. That's wild. 
That's wild. <laughs> that, 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 that's what did then. That's what um, makes a difference between people that are pretend to be a medium and those who are true mediums. That's wild. That's wild. No, no, no. I won't do transfiguration. Yeah, I've done it once, and uh, and I I it, it, I found it too draining, and that. But the person, the guy came in to me. I knew him, and he only wanted to come in for just for a very short space of time. And when he left me, I was well. Well, the guy, I, I wasn't really uh, properly trained on how to use my energy in that, so he took some energy out of me. But I didn't have much energy to begin with. <laughs> but he felt bad in that. But I said, "Don't worry about it." I said. You, you had an experience, you left my body, everything's fine. And my wife said, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> no, I could imagine. Now, what do you think? Uh, yes, he says, a third eye vision, close my physical eye sometimes, and talking live shows, interesting. Yeah. So what do you think about uh, demonic uh, possessions? Do you think that's possible during ghost hunts and stuff and manifestations? If there yes. if, if there's a negative energy in the area, and if you're especially if you provoke them or challenge them, see that's an invitation for a negative energy to come into the atmosphere, and that. But especially someone that is very vulnerable, okay, whether they have a condition, physical, mental, or spiritual, and that see that the negative energy always target. And I use a, I use that term very humbly target those who are the most vulnerable to basically uh go uh, go after in that but you see the idea of possession itself it comes in stages and that they don't just jump in and just use you like a wild man and that they'll use you and then don't you want to Thing is, Chris, since since lockdown's been on, there's been more and more people that have got involved in the paranormal on and gone, oh, we'll go out and we'll go buy buy this and we'll go and buy that and we'll go out and go something and we'll do this without actually knowing. It's not a case of just going out, go something and hoping that you're gonna catch them or hoping you're gonna see some. Yeah, evil evil stuff, dark stuff. Uh, witches, people that can harm you, is all real. It's not a make-believe thing. You need to be sort of careful when you're going out. This is what most of these new people don't seem to realise. They can go out and they can do this, do that, but they don't operate properly. They don't protect themselves. They don't do. They don't make sure things are safe. Then they're bringing things on with them and they're making the, the life bad and whatever else. And then they're crying out for help because they've made a complete mess of what we've been doing it's but there's that many doing it now since lockdown it's unreal yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah well there, there's one show i just want to mention on, on tv that and i don't know if you, if you know that tv show most haunted yes okay well there's one season chris conway is on, on on this episode which we know the guy bless him and then that, that uh, carl went upstairs and he actually challenged uh, the demon, he said, okay, oh, like he said the name of the demon's name, which I don't repeat demon's names or any names because that's an invitation, that's inviting them. 
So he said, he just he says the demon's name. He says, I challenge you, do you worse to me right now? Because he doesn't believe in it. He doesn't believe in ghosts. He doesn't believe in demons. He goes, come on. He says, do your worst. And I was thinking, Carl, you're acting like such an idiot. Are you, are you doing that just for ratings? Or what? I said, you're not protected. I said, you're acting like a moron. Right, right. And I and I said, if you, I said, if you want to confront this demon, you got to do it respectfully as well as professionally. Because if you don't, you're asking for big time trouble, and not just you, but for your loved ones as well. No, you're right. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why. I, that's why I, I never get involved in anything that's demon or demonic, and that I leave that to the professionals because um, I've asked my guide this many, many times, and he keeps uh, telling me many, many times, "Don't get involved." I, says, I don't. You're a light worker. You're not a dark worker. Yeah, right. I don't mention I, I don't mention teams names at UK because we've got so many that disrespect <laughs> yeah. the spirit and whatever else. But what Brian has been saying with one team at UK, I, and, I he, and this yep. team decided to go out, and the and the person who was in charge of this team decided that he was going to open a portal and bring through an, uh, bring through a demon and all this lot and expected his team to back him up. Yeah, no, no, no. Yep. <laughs> and, and even when you go into you a location just to do an investigation, and then you'll say, okay, ghost, come on out. You know, somebody's trying to touch a bunch of wusses. Come on, let's go and party. Yeah, then, no. Then, no. You, mm -hmm. you, 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 say, you say the same but, thing. Let's say if I was in front of Derek's front door, knocking on the door, and he opens it up, I say, okay, let me in. Blah, 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 blah. No, you say, "Hey, how are you? Good to see you." You know, like you use love and respect and understanding. And then when you yeah. when you uh, go to a location, you should love, respect, understanding to spirit people. Because don't forget, spirit people and us, there's nothing different except that we have the physical body and they don't. So that's the only difference. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So, Brian, Derek, how does people get a hold of you? So they can go on either TikTok or Facebook uh, and type in Southwest Yorkshire Paranormal Team and uh, like uh, like and follow on on TikTok and the same on Facebook. Uh, we're on there. If you want to go on to Reedy's page, if you type in Derek Green Psychic Medium, that will come up with me and that's where i am or you can watch me on christian show whenever <laughs> yeah and, and also and also in, in uh, derek's group it also says derek green international psychic medium yeah i've changed it yes that's right you did i saw that and yeah. ryan they get a how to how do they get a hold of you same way yep send the same thing with, with the swift and that or and that or you can always just kind of let's see um uh, i have a facebook uh profile as well just look under ryan we need to see my picture and you can also see the picture of my cat and that so that that's me if you want to contact me especially if you want to or reading and that but other than that yeah southwest Yorkshire paranormal team they either the uh, group or the page or the Derek green second medium uh 
uh, group, uh, you know, to get more information on all what we do and that. But uh, yeah, and if you have any, if anybody has any questions or concerns, and that we're here for you. Yeah, that's great, ladies and gentlemen. Check them out from coast to coast and around the world. <laughs> we say thank you, and I'm glad you all joined today. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Chris. Yeah, we'll have you back on. Y'all take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Chris. See ya. It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. Should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not a chipmunk? <laughs> It's a grizzly. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Are we gonna die? I don't know. We're just gonna sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Oh! <laughs>